0: Hello everyone. This is the Tavon show. Once again I'm doing another show at home. I'm not used to working from home but uh, we're gonna make it work. Uh, I'm used to working on the road where I have a lot of space but I'm here in my uh in my office with my daughter and she's eating pizza and watching cartoons and I hope she's not loud. So uh One of the things I want to talk about today is capitalism and socialism. I want to talk about what does it truly means to be a capitalist. Are we really capitalist? Or are we all socialists? Me personally, I'm a capitalist. I don't believe no one is overpaid. But I do believe there are people that are underpaid. And that is basically the standards of capitalism. I mean, you can't believe in a free market and say that someone's overpaid. It just don't make any sense. That's backwards. If you open up a shop and you're selling, let's say, ceiling fans and you make it big and you start opening up more shops around the United States and you start charging you know, expensive prices, but people buy it because you have a great product. Who's to say that you're overpaid? Who what person is allowed to say that you're overpaid? Because you've turned your business into a fortunate business. Come on, man. We got we gotta we gotta look deep inside ourselves. I bring this up because I had a uh, a bit of a back and forth with some people on my Facebook earlier and they said the NBA players are overpaid. How so? I I would never understand how you would say that NBA and NFL players are overpaid. I'm assuming anybody who say that they are overpaid never worked sales before. A sales representative, they get paid commission or at least majority of them do and then when you get up into management you have you know more salary base but normally when you're a car salesman or any type of salesman you get pay commission so if you're getting paid a percentage of what you sell who could ever call you overpaid now i want you to think about this how does the nba make their money the fans, and what do the fans come to see? I mean, I got to break it down Barney style to people who say they are capitalists, but they are none of the such. Uh, they They are none of the sort of a capitalist. I'm a capitalist. I'm a true capitalist. I don't believe in people being overpaid, but I believe in people being underpaid. That's what I believe. Uh, Do I believe that military folks don't make enough? Mm, Yeah. Doctors? Yeah. Teachers? Yeah. Police officers? Yeah. But to say that basketball players and NFL players are overpaid because they have thousands and not thousands. Let me correct myself. Millions of clientele that they're overpaid because what they make what? The average NFL player makes probably about, give or take, $6 million a year. I mean, if you was to take the Dallas Cowboys, for instance, how much is Jerry Jones worth? How much is the Dallas Cowboys franchise worth? Is the Dallas Cowboys franchise worth billions of dollars because of Jerry Jones? No, they're not. They're worth billions of dollars because of NFL players who play for the Dallas Cowboys, who have won multiple Super Bowls. We're going back to Roger Staubach. We're going to Troy Aikman and uh, Irvin and Emmitt Smith. Those players sacrificed their bodies. Now, did Jerry Jones, uh, did he, did anybody share the risk with him? Possibly, possibly the banks. But other than that, if his business would have folded, he would have been responsible for that loss. So, yeah, guess who makes majority of the money? The owner. And that's how it's set up. Jerry Jones makes billions of dollars every year off the Cowboys, and rightfully so, because it's his franchise. It's his business. And he decided, and the NFL decided, we're going to pay each player a percentage of what we make every year. Now, I never thought that we would live in a world where – you would see an owner of a company saying, "I'm going to pay my employees a great salary," and people are so upset about that. That's not that they're overpaid. It's it sounds like jealousy to me. It doesn't sound like anything else but jealousy. I don't. I'm. I never really cared too much about what anybody make, to be honest with you. But I, I do point out, hey, teachers are a little bit underpaid. I mean, everything that I am today is because of a teacher, multiple teachers. Everything that my daughter's going to be is because of teachers and me. But who am I without teachers? Police officers, they keep us safe. I'm uh, reporting here from Norman, Oklahoma. We have great police officers in Norman, Oklahoma, and we are safe because of police officers. I think for everything that they do, They don't get paid enough. But to ever fix my lips to say police officers are overpaid, firefighters are overpaid, military personnel is overpaid, that would never leave my mouth because I know they're underpaid. But I don't believe in a such thing as overpaid. You're being paid by somebody who makes a majority of the money. So that determined what your value is. I mean, period. That's how the NFL and the NBA work. You're worth what somebody's willing to pay you point point blank, and you know what's dangerous about this type of thinking is socialism you You're giving the Bernie Sanders of the worlds an Avenue to go down to say, "Well, you think that n b a players are overpaid. We think police officers are overpaid. you heard a whole you heard the whole uh defunding the police right. So when you have this socialist comes along and say, we need to cut funding to the police officers and distribute wealth. We need to move that money somewhere else because we don't believe in the police department. Because that's what's been said, right? But you you give them that avenue by you saying that certain people are overpaid. You, You give them that avenue. If we live in a society where nobody's overpaid, that's a great society, that's a wonderful society. But when we start uh, putting people who are overpaid, you're putting a cap on everybody's limitations. What, what? so the NBA, the NBA and NFL players, they should have a lower cap? So what's the reasonable price that they should get paid a year? So let's say Jerry Jones, Let's let's just take for an example, right? the entire budget for his entire NFL team to pay his players probably cost somewhere around four years of salary for one year of salary. All his players probably cost somewhere around what 300 million, 400 million. That's how much he would be spending in, in the cap. I'm just giving an example. This, those are not the real numbers, but just an example and Jerry Jones probably pulls in about $4 billion off TV deals, off of uh, ticket sales, off of vending machines, jersey, merchandise, everything. He probably totaling up around $4 billion just off the team a year, but he's only spending $300 million in salary. That's a damn good ratio if you ask me. So what you're saying is, is he should make 4 billion dollars 4 billion and he should only have a an employee budget of what a, a 30 million what, what do you suggest that NFL and NBA players get paid minimum wage and we want to talk about crony capitalism and all this bull crap but i never thought we would live in a world where an owner is saying i'm going to pay the people That is bringing in all this revenue. I'm going to pay them a decent wage. And people are going around saying they're overpaid. You know how much a ticket costs to get into a Dallas Cowboys stadium? Do you know how much a Dallas Cowboys jersey costs? Go try and buy an Ezekiel Elliott jersey online. Go, go, Go look right now online. Imagine thousands and millions of people buying that same jersey. No matter what the price is, just imagine millions of people around the world not just the United States. These these uh sports teams, they're not just broadcasting in America. Oops, you probably didn't know that. So what? Does Sean Hannity makes too much money? He only uh he's a talk show host. He's an opinion guy actually on Fox News. He's actually my favorite opinion guy on news. Uh I'm not a Tucker uh, Carlson fan, but I am a Sean Hannity fan. I have every single book he's ever written. Does he make too much money? What, what does he do? He entertain people that wants to come watch his channel that just confirm some of their, uh, confirmational bias or some of their beliefs that they already have. Like me, I'm a libertarian and I'm more conservative when it comes to the economy and uh, military and a lot of stuff, you know, I'm more conservative. I, I like a big military budget. You know, I do. I really do. And I don't think Sean Hannity's is overpaid. I don't think anybody's overpaid. But I think there are people that are underpaid. <laughs> I can't believe I'm having this conversation. This is basic. This is basic. You can say, oh, they're overpaid because all they do is dribble. Well, yeah, you go to a Los Angeles Lakers game and you got about, what, 24,000 fans in those seats just to see that happen. Now, you mean to tell me that that player doesn't deserve a percentage of every ticket in that building? You got to be kidding me. What is it What is it? Uh, on the floor seats for the Lakers? What, about $2,000, $3,000 just for a floor seat? He doesn't deserve, uh, uh, what, $10 of that? I mean, think about that. For one second, you got 25,000 people. And let's say out of 25,000 people, the average ticket sale is about $300. Out of $300 of each 25,000 people, let's just do the averages. How much do you think that player is worth? Out of that $30, does he deserve a dollar? $2, $2? I mean, let's think about it for 1 second. Even if you was to say a dollar that that player was worth the dollar, they would be making more money than they make now. Think about that for a second. You got to think about it. They would be making more money off those ticket sales. So, if you want to compare how much the NBA really makes compared to what the players make they're really underpaid to be honest with you they're underpaid but i don't want to take up too much time on that issue it just it was a hot topic you know uh i had these you know these respectable men on my facebook and they have their opinion but i think they're just i'm going to say they're wrong for this reason you can't say you're a capitalist and say someone is overpaid Somebody's paying them, period. There's there's no way to cut that. Some some way they're getting their money from somebody or something like taxes. Period. So the day that that person think that they're not they're not worth it, then they're not worth it. Until somebody else comes along and say, "Well, I'm gonna pay you this. You only worth what somebody's willing to pay you." That's simple, and we can get into the politics of it all day, all they're kneeling and it I don't like that they're kneeling. hell, I think it's disrespectful. I really do, but that's the difference between me and some far left liberal hack they these liberals are they with the council culture. I'm not really with the council culture. I got Nikes in my bedroom. Do I uh, like the political stance that Nike be taking? No. Do I like Colin Kaepernick? No. But guess what? Just because he's kneeling for the anthem, he's not even in the NFL anymore. Guess what? I'm going to watch the NFL. I'm not giving up basketball for anybody. I don't care what it is. It had to be something just like they're murdering babies or, you know, something crazy, you know. But I'm not giving up my sports because somebody's, Doing a political protest And they're They're not even educated on some of the stuff That they're talking about With Black Lives Matter Black Black Lives Matter is a Marxist group I'm not about to support a Marxist group But you know what a Marxist group Have in common With people saying that uh, Athletes are overpaid Just that Marxist Just remember that Uh, Moving on Joe Biden, Uh, let's move on to the debates. I was talking to another one of my friends on Facebook, and when I say Facebook friends, uh, if I ever bring them up, that means I am in constant contact with them. Like, they're uh, often friends outside of Facebook as well. They're not just Facebook friends. But I was talking to a Facebook friend, and she has a theory that right before the, the first debate, Joe Biden's gonna catch COVID to where he can't do the debate. Here's my thing I, I have something similar to that. I believe somebody around Joe Biden is gonna magically all of a sudden had been tested for COVID. So, just as a uh, safety measure, he's gonna do the 14 day quarantine, delaying the first debate. But that's just all speculation. That's just some stupid theory that I have. You know, you, I would like to be right on this just to say I was right. But I really would like to see more than just three debates. I believe they got three debates scheduled. I would like to see more than three debates. I would, if honestly, I want to see four. I wish they could have did one early this month, like the first week of September. The very first week of September, I wish they could have did something, you know, even if it was just not even a debate. I just wanted to see them kind of go head to head doing something. I mean, you know, it's crazy how Joe Biden continues to make these gaffes and mess up and nobody wants to question it from this left stream media. But I'm going to keep it real. I think Donald Trump is going to blow him out in a landslide. I think it's going to be a landslide elect, electoral. Not, probably, not, probably not the popular vote because we know how the country is, you know, California, New York. Uh, we got Illinois. We got some of these very big states that are far left we got places like Austin, Texas, very huge place. I mean, so I think the way that it's going to line up, I actually think Joe Biden is a is the worst candidate that they ever had running for uh president on the Democrat side. That's a major candidate. And I think Hillary Clinton would have been a better uh candidate than Joe Biden this year running. If she would have decided to run again, she would have been a better candidate than Joe Biden. Joe Biden, he can't even remember where the hell he's at half of the time. He can't remember the stuff he's saying. And he's going off of a a, a transcript. He's going off of a a transcript in the background. And he can't even get that right. You know, and, and you look at Donald Trump. He don't even look like he's gotten older. He don't look like he's stressed out. I mean, there were times in the beginning of the pandemic, or they say it was a pandemic, uh, he looked a bit stressed out because you could tell he wasn't getting much sleep. But other than that, I mean, the guy just looked like he was born to do stuff like this. And I'm going to tell you, he got my vote. Plain and simple. Uh, There's another thing I want to point out. Is it is so hard getting liberals or far left people on this podcast to interview them? I just want to know what their mindset is, what their thought process is, and they are so afraid to come on here and argue their positions. So it is what it is, you know. I I, I just want to hear both sides of the story. I just want to get the the big picture uh, before this election on who are you voting for and why are you voting for him? That's, that's what I want to know. I know why Trump supporters are voting and they have multiple reasons, multiple. And I want to see why people are voting for uh, Joe Biden. Is it just because they hate Donald Trump? Oh, I don't want him in there. I mean, why, why you don't want him in there? Oh, he tweet too much. Well, that's, that's kind of childish, that's kind of petty to vote for somebody because they tweet too much, or not vote for somebody because they tweet too much. I'm a policy guy. I look at policies. I don't give a damn who you are. I don't care what you've done. It gotta be some like I said, drastic. Raping kids, raping babies, and you know, stupid, crazy, vile things, like for me to say, no, I'm not do I'm not gonna vote for this guy or-, or I'm not gonna vote for this woman. But other than that, because somebody said, you know, grab 'em by the nuggets, you know, uh, you know, grab 'em by the, you know, that's-, that's not gonna keep me from voting for somebody. Trust me, I-, I came up uh in some of the most craziest, violent places you could ever think of. I started out as a rapper. And some of the stuff that I've said as a rapper, Donald Trump can't even come close. So to say, oh, he's this, he's that. Uh, I don't care about that stuff. I care about what you're going to do for me. And honestly, he's done a lot, to be honest. A lot of Trump supporters, even even back when they voted for him, probably didn't take him that serious. It probably was like, you know what, he's serious enough for me to vote for him. Uh, he says he's going to do all this stuff, but too many times people have been elected. they never done it. Let's give him a chance. He might do some of it, but nobody was expecting him to do all of it like he's done. Only thing that he have not been able to get done, and I think he's doing it in the second term, and I'm not going to say I think he's going to do it, I know he's going to get it done, is the infrastructure rebuilding america and so in his second term i'm sure he's going to get an infrastructure deal done but damn democrats they got to get out of that that house of representatives we got to get some republicans in there we got to change the house because the democrats all they do is investigate investigate and after every investigation they say well you know we didn't find anything but you know the. So-and-so still a bad person. And it, I know people get tired of seeing it. Oh, uh, Trump in Ukraine. Trump in Russia. Oh, now we're going after his taxes. Come on, man. Stop. It, it, it's getting dead. Oh, John Bolton's book coming out. Oh, we uh, it's, it, it's, it's tired. It's getting tired. Stop. But we got to vote him out. We really do. Joe Biden in this first debate, he's <laughs> gonna get crushed. And I was looking at Fox News, I was looking at the the moderators that were that were gonna be doing it. I think that's hurtful for Joe Biden. I think that's gonna hurt Joe Biden that he doesn't have this just far left kook just in there. As much as I don't like Chris Wallace, Chris Wallace he does uh, ask some tough questions and he might not have been asking tough questions of Nancy Pelosi when she came on TV, but in a presidential debate he will ask them very hard questions and looking at Donald Trump's debating skills from 2016, he's gonna he's gonna demolish Joe Biden because people might know might not know this but that damn Ted Cruz he can debate and I watched Donald Trump beat Ted Cruz and that that couldn't have been easy but if you was to compare Ted Cruz to Joe Biden I think Trump's going to have a field day with him Joe Biden's going to be stopping he's going to be stuttering and he's going to be saying stuff like oh, oh I'm sorry yeah yeah you can go I'm sorry I didn't mean to cut you off Okay, good luck doing that with Donald Trump. And I I think what really, the only part of this debate that I really think is going to help Joe Biden is that there's not going to be any people in the audience. I need to go research that. I think they might be doing limited people, or I think it might not be any people. That's the only thing that's going to help Joe Biden. If there's not a crowd, Joe Biden could get away with a little bit of mess ups because the crowd's not gonna be there to kind of be like, "Oh crap," you know. But uh, yeah, uh, just make sure everybody paying attention what 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 goes on the next few weeks before the debate happens. I, I just got a feeling that Joe Biden's he's gonna come up with something silly on why he can't debate Donald Trump. And now, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I think it's gonna happen. Somebody around him's gonna get COVID. He has to quarantine for 14 days, or something, something's gonna happen. That's how I feel. But uh, yeah, follow me, follow me on Facebook. My name is Tavon Hennessy. Uh thank you for listening to my show. And thank you for listening to my podcast. Thank you.